Yes, I did call you a jerk okay. face. Yeah. <laughs> Just pointing it out. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Whiskey and Mash. It's Christmas. <laughs> We're not there yet. I'm not sure when we'll be there, actually. I don't have a head set on. We might be there now. Extra week. I'm sorry. It's been a weird day. I'm just. He's gonna... Chris Pullman. I'm Gloria. <laughs> what she said. It's just been a weird day. Like it has. when I got to um to church to lecture, it just felt off, and it seemed like I wasn't the only one there who felt off. Since the whole Jesus got spread over <laughs> oh, the, the altar. altar. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a weird day. I do apologize for there being a week in between, but this is after mash and I, uh, um, actually, it's pretty good. It's You're gonna enjoy better. this. You no, really are going to. I think I that think... I think the the Thanksgiving episode kind of was the turning point in the season. Actually, I think um, someone said not so much. Yeah. Um. Just in general, these episodes, instead of trying to cram a plot line for. William Christopher and Jamie Farr and Harry Morgan and Mike D'Angelo and it's like Lucifer. one or two. You know, that's it. Lucifer. That's his <laughs> secretary. <laughs> oh, Helma Cox, yeah. So, um, no, these are these are better and they're actually it's getting back to that social issues thing yes. which I like, which is the first one. Uh, season one, I think it's episode ten. But on the discs, it's 11. But anyway, it's called Fallout. That's pretty um, good. Yeah. Uh, why don't you... I really enjoyed it. It's the VA. Mm -hmm. It begins at Sherman Potter's house, and he's kind of talking retirement with his wife, and, you know, almost sounds like he's to the point of retirement. Mm -hmm. But then he gets to the VA, and let me see. How did he put that? He said... Um, while you're looking that up, I'm sorry for the noise in the background. I have a print going on my 3D printer. It's 5% of the way done. And if I pause it, it's not going to adhere well when I start it back up again. It's already past that point. So I'll try and edit that out. But anyway. Anyway, they're talking about how it takes a lot more work at the VA to do the follow-ups. The follow-ups mm -hmm. are where you used to have let's put them back together and send them out. Mm. Now they're at the other end where they have the follow-up stuff with the quadriplegics yeah. and the, you know, it's it's a lot of, of following people and what's next mm -hmm. and... Ongoing um, care, case study on a person. Well, and not just that. Um, didn't he also mention, like, um, you have an ant colony. Yes. Thousands of ants doing their thing. There's no paperwork. Yeah, there's no paper clips, there's no ordering anything, they just go ahead and they do it. But here, there's all this extra stuff that you have to do. And all I could think of, though, during this part when he was talking to his wife was, remember when people wore bathrobes? Like, you actually took time in your life to put on a bath. We don't even take time for that anymore. Like, I, I have, yeah. you, you do. I have okay. two bathrobes. I never use I them. I have one. Too. And we use I used to use it all the time. Yeah. But actually, you know that it's it gets in the way. It's a step, it's mm. a relaxing step. You mm. put on your bathrobe, you read the paper, you yeah. know. I don't have time for that anymore. Yeah, no, I'm always multitasking. People don't have time for bathrobes anymore. 
Okay, that was just something that I hit me in the head. I know it's That's stupid. deep. <laughs> yeah, get the boots on, honey. It's deep today. I didn't um, mean in that way. <laughs> yeah, so... Wow. Um, I'm just going to need a minute. <laughs> they're going to talk a lot today about this gentleman that gets cancer, and he, he was in the war during the bomb... Uh, end uh, of World War II, uh, Nagasaki. Yes, and he actually did three tours or three parts of it or something. Three, like three, yeah. Well, um, where he did clean up and he did well, yeah. he did pre and then clean up and so. Yeah, and um, Pfeiffer dug up some reports on Nagasaki where three months after the bomb, they un and I don't know if this is true. You. I, I would have to look it up. I haven't because, quite frankly, on Aftermash, there's not a lot. <laughs> I mean, even on the normal Mash wiki that I had been referencing, these episodes have no entries. Um, my grandpa went through. Actually, it was Hiroshima, I think, after oh, the really? bomb. Hiroshima? Yeah. Um, was it Hiroshima or Hiroshima? Bleh. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm probably yeah, mispronouncing it. Well, it, I don't think it translates very well either. Nope. But anyway, point being. Pfeiffer, the resident, mentioned that they dug up metal beams three months after the bomb and they were still hot. Yeah. And he said, think of how much radiation these boys were imbibing, breathing, drinking, yes. eating. Just I mean, you just kind of think of the air and then it's gone, but that's not how it was. It's floating around. It's, yeah. It becomes a part of the stuff that's around you. Mm -hmm. So say you know the sun is hitting this bench that you're sitting on and the heat mm -hmm. reignites all of the it yeah no just so, like you're in a car and it smells like it's a new car for a year after because it's right. letting it off yeah and um no i mean at this point it's still 53 54 i mean you realize the first time they set off a nuclear explosion they weren't sure that it was going to stop. Oh, gosh. I never thought of that. Yeah. No. The what if it wouldn't have stopped? We wouldn't be here. Yeah, it would just They thought it would have just chain reactioned until the Earth was gone. They weren't and sure. And yet they set it off. <laughs> they, were, they weren't completely sure. I'm guessing that they were sure enough. But yeah, no, they weren't. As far as I recall, and I could be wrong again. This is from my history classes. They weren't completely sure that they would be able to stop it with control rods. Yeah, they were probably in a bomb shelter somewhere mm -hmm. well, that would heat up and melt. <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, they showed movie tone news where they had 3,000 soldiers. Or, uh, they, they had, like, a company positioned 3,000 yards or feet away from the site of a in-air test yeah. of an atomic bomb. And I'm just like, oh, God. Wow. What? But they, this was real. They showed the footage and they showed the shockwave going over these guys. And what did they have? Goggles. No. That's it. I wonder if they had still told safety shoes. <laughs> that would God. burn your feet. I mean, I remember hearing from my grandpa Pullman when he went through Hiroshima, they gave him plastic booties. Oh my gosh. They had plastic? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, because plastic wasn't invented mm -hmm. until later on. So, 
I wonder if it was I even think, plastic booties. Yeah, it might have been like, rubber. like rubber. Yeah, rubber. But yeah. Which would probably be safer than plastic. Yeah, probably, but it, not by much. Watch, yeah. um, it K would seven, still... Watch K-17, The Widowmaker. Oh, I... Uh, story of a Russian sub where, uh, basically the nuclear reactor goes haywire. Uh-huh. And the sub shipped out... Their surgeon died, and he was a nuclear surgeon. Like, he understand, he understood mm-hmm. radiation, so they had nobody on board who knew how to treat radiation poison mm. on a nuclear sub. Also, they shipped out without radiation suits. <laughs> to go... On the nuclear sub. <laughs> and then nuclear reactor was going haywire, so the engineers on the sub had to go into the reactor that was leaking radiation. And without all they radiation suits. Yeah, all without... they had was rubber chemical suits. Mm. I'll give you a hint. It didn't go well. Yeah, I would imagine. Really quickly, it didn't go well. But that just feeds back into this because Pfeiffer was digging up all the all the reports he could get from the government and from other sources on what effect radiation had on people. And the government's basically saying, "Shut up! Don't say anything. We're gonna start something. People are gonna give us lawsuits. We don't need that." Mm -hmm. And actually, he was talking about how. If this was true, they'd get 100% disability. Well, we can't afford that. Mm-hmm. These people yeah. can't get anything. Yeah, D'Angelo. You know, Potter, once you open up those floodgates, you'll get everybody looking for a handout. It's and they a just did what they were told to do. And you know what, Potter? Victory comes at any cost. I was like, well, it was a hard episode, kind of, mm-hmm. to watch because... I think they actually did it in such a nonchalant way that I don't think they mm. realized as they were making the show and it was a show about this yeah. and the, and the, yeah. I don't think they realized how important it was. Mm-hmm. Do you? Because they were like kind of making a joke out of it. So you're talking, mm. this is what, the 70, early yeah. 80s maybe? And I think that's one of the downfalls of this series because if you look at how it's categorized it's comedy yes this was not this was not comedy and no matter what you did it's not funny i don't remember a laughing point in Mm -hmm. this episode i I loved it but if you told me that i was watching a comedy show and Mm -hmm. then you gave me this i would be disappointed and maybe a little mad right but i know that it's mash and that this is the core of mash is that social responsibility thing and also, Pfeiffer, who is the young doctor, the intern mm. that we've been talking about, I mean, he was offered $20,000 to go mm. somewhere else. There was a whole nother part to this. And it's like, yeah. okay, so if you're a good doctor, you're going to be offered to go mm-hmm. somewhere else. And the VAs get left with, what's left? Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. this one decided to stay because of Potter. But can mm-hmm. you imagine if the only leader he had was D'Angelo? <laughs> really? Yeah. That's how a lot of VAs are. Mm-hmm. You have the administrator, oh, yeah. and that's the person that you have. There's not always a potter. Yeah. Or someone that cares, I should say. All right, so okay. um, I found one real quick calculator online. I don't know how accurate this is. For reference, because we are in, well, let me put this to 20, no, 2017 is as far as it goes. So he was offered... Pardon me, $20,000 a year to go with Dr. Brill. And he would have, you know, what did he say? He said, um, I worked there for three years. He just has to work the nights and weekends at first because 
Mm-hmm. He wants to retire. And then when he does, I get his everything. practice, his equipment, his patience, everything, and I'm set. Twenty thousand dollars to start. A nineteen fifty four would be a hundred and seventy nine thousand five hundred in twenty seventeen money. Wow. That's a six figure salary starting. Um, and pro- that's like with all of his training because he didn't yeah. finish his training. He needed to finish the VA to mm-hmm. get some sort of certification they were yeah. talking about or doctrine. Yeah. yeah, you need. Potter reminded him you need three years. And without that three years, you don't have you, this. You're not board certified. And he's which, like, it doesn't matter. It might not be a lot, but. Um, and Potter said, you might be making 10 times as much there, which. By the way, that would mean that he would be making about 2000 at the VA. I'm not sure that's accurate because that's about 17950 in today's dollars. It might be. The doctors wouldn't make that little, I don't... Yeah, but he's a resident. I don't care. I, if he's doing surgery, I don't think he'd make, be making that little. I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but yeah. A hundred, basically, one hundred eighty thousand to start. So anyway, that, there, there's a lot of issues in this, but you can't really pull them apart because they were kind of like making jokes with them. So it wasn't like we can take yeah. stats that they said from the show. Mm-hmm. It's just these are the situations mm-hmm. that came up, and yeah. we can talk about it, them. Yeah, it was when you when you really break it down, it's like. It was making a statement, but it wasn't. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. It was like, trying we to be couldn't, so, yeah. We can't go anywhere with it. No, because, you know, um, like, okay, for instance, at the end, uh, Pfeiffer was getting, the resident was getting really perturbed. Yeah. Oh, Understandably this was funny. so. And so Potter says, in a very fatherly way, look, is it Mike? I'm going to look up this guy's first name. No, Mike show. was the, um, is the iffy guy. Okay, um, so what's Pfeiffer? Gene. Gene Pfeiffer. Okay, Gene. Look, you want to make a difference, right? Well, if you're in a private practice, you're just going to be seeing those people. If you want to make a difference, you have to be where you can do it. And that's here. You can't just go running off and abandon it. And then Mildred shows up because um, Potter has been at work at night three nights already this week. So she brings him his evening shirt so they can go directly to supper. And then she mentions something about when when, uh, Pfeiffer says this, uh, Mildred says something to the effect of, Oh really, Sherman's been talking about retiring to Florida. (laughs) And it's like, okay... Because then they have this little smirk, wink, wink, nudge, nudge moment where, um, like, Potter says to Pfeiffer, well, how do I look now? And Pfeiffer says, pretty silly. <laughs> and they're both smiling. And it, it's supposed to be a lighthearted moment. But, but really, it was sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because it's burnout. Tell what happened to Pfeiffer, though. Like, he had a patient that was really a nice patient. Oh, it... And, um, like, what, do it to me what you need to do, and, mm-hmm. you well, know, and his wife was, leukemia. like, eight, nine months, pregnant. 12 months pregnant. <laughs> 12 months pregnant. She had a big belly. I don't think they <laughs> put that to scale. Um, 
And I think she was 13 months pregnant with triplets. Um, so he had two patients that he was... Di- I mean, more than that. Yeah, the two but, that they showed. Yeah. And one ended up with leukemia who was, uh, you know, do tests on me, do whatever you need to do. You know, I trust you kind of yeah. guy. You're not confusing the second one, Kraus, from the other one, are you? No, and then there was the backache guy. Yeah, that's the that's the next episode. Mm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yep. Kraus is from the next episode. Okay. This I, one, went, I was going on the nutcase thing yeah. at the end. Never mind. No, I yeah. was. I, sorry. No, this one was... Yep. Uh, which, again, this one had one plot. 100%, yeah. It was 100% this plot. This guy, uh, what was his name? Warner? Yes. Warner. Um, it was about Warner, and Warner was a vehicle for all the GIs that were exposed to radiation. Yes, yeah. From all these nuclear tests, and from Nagasaki and Hiroshima, and who weren't helped. That was the plot. That was the message. And that was it. Which, A, was nice that they boiled it down to one plot. Yes. But this was not a comedy. No. And, in fact, it says, you know, that he needs a lawyer. And then someone made the comment, well, well Warner's Potter. dead before he's even dead. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Potter, I mean, he ended up. Potter said, okay, Gene, well, here's the thing. To represent a veteran to the VA, an attorney can only take $10 right. and no attorney that'll take $10 is going to be able to help him and then Pfeiffer said so he's dead no matter what and he's dead before, before he can, I... can get help because mm-hmm. if you remember in MASH in like season 9 8 or 9 um, there was the kid who got leukemia and um, BJ and Hawkeye diagnosed him with leukemia because okay. he wanted to give blood to his, oh, to buddy. his buddy. It was Blood yes. Brothers. Okay, yep. Um, and, and then he wanted to stay longer. Yeah, okay. and they weren't going to let him. They weren't going to let him. And um, he said, Doc, What's... who are you helping? Look. It, it was, he was talking to Hawkeye. I know you want to get rid of me. But, but they're not going to be able to do anything for me in Tokyo. And Captain Honeycutt said that I'm doing some real good for Dan here. Just by talking to him. So what does it matter? And then Hawkeye came and said, Truck's all full, you might as well stay. In fact, I think it was um, the Dirty Dancing guy. Yes, it was. um, Did he die of leukemia? Yes, he died of cancer. Yeah. Which is kind of yeah. Ah, you know, mm-hmm. ironic. So you know, yeah. But I, I just put that all together right now. Yeah. Like it's just, <laughs> yeah. I, like holy cow. Yeah. No. Yeah. For real. Okay. Did um, you think of that before? Yeah. Okay. No. I never I mean, did. Yeah. When we watched the episode, I'm like, oh god, he died of cancer. Yeah. I never put it together till right yeah. now. Yeah. But um. So yeah, it was a pretty tough episode just yeah. because. It, it, it's not a lighthearted comedy. No, and the, you know the other real crazy thing. Um, at one point, when Mulcahy's in there talking to this GI Warner, um, he's telling him, "Son, it's going to be all right." And all of a sudden, this guy starts having kind of a PTSD flashback sort of thing to his chaplain. Yeah, from oh when my he gosh. was in the army in Nagasaki, going. Son, it's, it's going gonna to be, be all right. Uh-huh. I've seen it. It is the most beautiful thing. 
there's like an earthquake and all the colors of the rainbow. Yeah. And then it just ascends into heaven. I finally got that part. I didn't get it while it was happening. Mm-hmm. That was a flashback. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember I said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get... Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. It you have a, to watch it because it's it a little. A bit, of... it's, there's just a lot going on, so your mind's kind of clicking. Mm-hmm. From yeah. the, it, but it's not a lot going on like it was no. in the past where everyone had different stuff. No, it was one plot, but it's intense. Yeah. A lot of a lot of facets to it, which it's is good actually. Which is still easy. Yeah. Again, I think thing. Since the Thanksgiving episode, this has been a much better show. Which just goes back to my point, uh, I think, last episode. I'm okay if we don't find the first disc and finish that out. (laughs) I don't. Because anything before that Thanksgiving episode, I think we only missed two or three episodes. I'm fine not not reviewing, because these are better. But, um, yeah, it it was still hard to watch. Just because of the message. Mm Mm-hmm. That they were getting across where D'Angelo is just portraying the bureaucratic government arm saying, we can't just give handouts just because we poison these boys to death. And <laughs> Potter representing the humanity going, you ordered them to die. You need to handle it. And D'Angelo responding, we had to win the war no matter the cost. So you, you got these two perspectives of... Like you said, the humanity and the and the cost. Yeah, and I just I just feel like this is one of the times where you're having a conversation with somebody and the outcome is, well, that's future Chris's problem. Yes. That's future VA's problem. Don't kick the can. And down now the road. we're in future VA where they're finding all this abuse and this oh. death and and lack of funding and and Yeah. Oh, and by the way, okay, so Let's put this in perspective and finish this off with the post-commercial scene, which there was. Okay. So, first of all, this was the 80s, so you would have started to see the fallout from Agent Orange from the Vietnam War, which they sprayed. It was a defoliate, right? Mustard gas. Right, right, but yeah, and I'm so in the 80s, you would have started to see cancer. Mm-hmm. NGIs who served in Vietnam from Agent Orange, which was to help get rid of the foliage so that they could see the enemy. Okay. That's why we have the cancer from the 50s from the tests. Okay, but then how do they bring that all the way around? They have the private that Potter served with talking to him at the elevators and talking about mustard gas and Thank God those boys now don't have to deal with that damn mustard gas. It's eating me from the inside out. Ugh. This Ugh. is not a new problem. No. So That's... it just, it, it doesn't end on that happy note. It just brings you back to... It doesn't end. Oh, God. So, like, this is still going on. This is still... Because that even mentioned his baby. The Yeah, Warner's baby. You know, like he he said, the 12-month pregnant mother. She was super big. Said, I think this could have affected your your unborn child. Yeah, and yeah, Potter... So, how far back will it go? Yeah. How many people are affected? And Dan said, we can't open the floodgates, Colonel. Yeah. But... Don't even mention that. But again, like, the the guy that 
Potter served with in World War I. How do they try and lighten the mood? Throughout the entire episode, they're painting new color lines on the floor. <laughs> which, okay, I, I get, actually. The college I went to, like, they had different color lines so in the know title. Where to go. Yeah, you know, this is Woodhall arm, this is right. Studio Arts arm. But then this private, they try and end it on a comedy note by having him say, you know, I'm doing okay, but with all this new painting, I can't find my way back to my room. And he's playing the harmonica, and he gets to a T-intersection and starts going to the right. And then he goes to the left. And then he just kind of stands there for a minute. And then keeps going to the left. It's like, no! No! That doesn't redeem it. It doesn't redeem uh... the episode. So, yeah, interesting. You I, need to watch it and let us know what you think. It, it, it's like, good, but... Oh. It's intense. Yeah, so yeah. In fact, I think I could watch it again and find a whole different... Yeah. A whole different set of... of I agree. ...things. Yeah. You know, because... Um, go. So, okay. So, like Gloria <laughs> said, go and watch it. How can you watch it? Go back to our website. Go to narclanic.com slash whiskey and mash. N-A-R-C-L-A-N-I-N-C dot com. Go to the podcast link. Go to the whiskey and mash page. There are MP3s of all of our back episodes. They're in descending order. Uh, earliest to, to latest. Which is what descending is. Sure. <laughs> I, I can never remember which way is which. But yeah, like the most recent to yep. the eldest. So, uh, if you go to our first episode of Whiskey and Mash, in the show notes, I have links. One of them is out to uh, Season 1, Episode 1 of After Mash on YouTube. Okay. Okay. It's available on YouTube. You can watch it for free. It's not the best quality. If you're willing to spend about 20 25 bucks American, what you can do is I also have a link out to an Etsy page. You can order these on disc. It's still not great. It's a little bit better. It's the same recording. It's just a little bit better on DVD. Um, and you can you can join in with us and watch these. And uh, let us know what you think. Where can you let us know what you think? You can email us. There's a link on that same page. Email the podcast directly. Or go to Facebook. Facebook.com slash Whiskey and Mash. There's also a link on the page for that. That'll take you right there. Follow us. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you think. Lots of comments. Lots of comments. That'd be great. Um, I, like I say, I really want to like this show. And like I said, there are a lot of good points, but... But let's see. You we're not giving up on it. No. We don't want you to give up on us. No. So I, let us know. Yeah. And if you're, if, you know, if you're a part of these shows in any way, please contact us. We yeah, would love to have you be part of this podcast. And, yeah. You know, we'll Skype you in. We'll have a... Yeah. You know, I'm gonna. We have tons of questions for you. I just gotta look something up quick. Um, that's what I thought. And he's dead. Well, we can't say that just. <laughs> um, I was gonna say if any of the main actors in this, but Harry Morgan is dead. William Christopher is dead. Aww. Jamie Farr, as far as I know, is still alive. Come on, Jamie, give us so, a call. So, <laughs> Jamie Farr, if somehow you hear about us and you'd be willing to talk to us, we will work on your schedule. I will drive Gloria and I out to you wherever you are. And if we'll... you don't do Skype or a phone call, we will come to you. Um, 
to, to talk to you. We would love it. Um, but, you know, anybody, just get on Facebook, let us know, email us. We'd love to hear from you. All, All right. right. Anyway, next episode. or Epi- Yeah. Know? No, that was yeah. that's my way of wrapping that one yeah, up. Yeah, okay. Um, season 1, episode 11, I think. I just love the name of this one. Latter-day Saints. <laughs> Obviously, it's a play on Latter-day Saints, the Mormon church. But it's because, uh, apparently, once a year... All of these bladder patients show up at the VA, and it's a big thing, and they've kind of formed a little social club, and apparently they love giving the new guy a hard time, so they're having fun with Pfeiffer the whole time, because, like, he comes in to start doing these interviews, how have you been in the last year, blah, 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 and it's like, who's Smith? And this group of three, like, points at each other, come on, guys, and so they point at another group of three, Come on. And so then all six of them point at another guy, and he just steps up and. It's like a bunch he knows of brat boys scan, picking and he, on. And know. Pfeiffer starts asking him, and then he says, All right, Levins, what do you think? And the guy says, I'm not Levins, I'm Dorsey. It's like. Which one's Levins? Which one's Smith? And then they all raise their yeah. hand, and yeah. So it's it's just. Yeah. Pick on the doctor. And it's a thing. Which ends up being okay. Um, but that's. So here they actually do have like an A and a B plot. That's kind of the B plot. Um, and this other A plot is this guy Krauss. Uh. Um, who has apparently back pains, but x-rays aren't showing anything wrong with him. Uh, physical examinations aren't showing anything wrong with him. But he refuses... He wants to be taken care of. Yeah, and uh, the way that Potter says it to Pfeiffer is, look, he doesn't want to give up his VA benefits. You're not here to make a wake. Give him what he wants. If he wants hot meals in bed, put it on his chart. If he wants supper on the ceiling, get a ladder. Do not make waves, especially as a resident. Because this is federal, this is military, it goes on your permanent record and follows you everywhere. But Krauss is just getting under Pfeiffer's skin and eventually... Uh, part of the bladder thing is they end up doing a surgery to go in and I'm assuming biopsy the patient. Pfeiffer does this to this one guy, Dorsey, who, mm-hmm. after Pfeiffer has an interaction with Krauss, this uh, uh, real pip of a guy with the back aches, Dorsey says to Pfeiffer, look, I've been in places, in VAs all over. 99% of us are good. We might give you a hard time, but we're fine. Then there's the 1%. And they're okay. But they go away eventually. Aww. And you've just got to deal with it. You know, it's fine. Don't let them get to you. And that really helped buoy Pfeiffer up. And he says, thanks. And Dorsey says, hey, you should have come to see me sooner. I could have helped you. Well, then Pfeiffer, I think, went off shift. He comes back and another doctor on shift... Um, First thing he says, you know, Pfeiffer's like, I'm doing great. I had eight hours off, got to rest, eat, even folded my laundry. And this doctor says, okay, well, I'm sorry, Dorsey died. What? Dorsey died. He was fine. Well, he got a post-op infection, died of uh, toxic shock. I killed him. You didn't kill him. An infection infection killed killed him. him. It happens. There's always a risk when you open somebody up. 
And then Kraus picked up a tin cup and started banging on it and saying chow time because he had an in with a congressman on the VA committee and had called in a report about Pfeiffer. The congressman's aide called D'Angelo. D'Angelo called in Potter. Potter ringed out Pfeiffer. That was before Pfeiffer talked about And there was Dorsey. nothing wrong with it. Like, they checked his his x-rays. Yeah. They checked everything. Well, and he was you know, fine. And what, he was fine, but what, he just wanted to be taken care of. Yeah. You know, when he was reaching for the phone to call the congressman, he was fine until Pfeiffer looked at him. And then he's like, oh, my back. Mm-hmm. Which really governed her fight for skin. Yeah, and. But the thing is, once he when saw. When you're a doctor and you see people really in pain and really suffering, mm. it has to be hard then to look over, and the one that you know the squeaky wheel gets the. Oh yeah, no, know. I, I work in IT. The squeaky wheel always gets the grease because yeah. fine, I'll give you what you want. Go away. I have better things to do. Yeah, but this squeaky wheel was just getting under his skin because the other mm-hmm. squeaky wheel died. Yeah. Well, it the other one wasn't squeaky. It was, it was a bright, shiny wheel. It was and, a bright, shiny wheel in a But day. yeah, he found out that Dorsey died, Cross started making a, a, a racket about hot food, and Pfeiffer snapped. He took Cross's <laughs> bed right through. Out of the ward, <laughs> down the hall, into the cafeteria, up against the chow line, threw a tray onto his bed, and started just throwing Threw food, food on his bed. On. Kraus. You said you wanted sour cream. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted. Here's chow mein. And Kraus is like, fine, I'll get up and get my own food. And... It's too late. Here, you wanted this? Yeah. And um, so, okay. And by the way, I didn't catch this Big right loss. away. Uh, the bladder patients were all in blue bathrobes. Oh. In the cafeteria surrounding Kraus and Pfeiffer, everyone is, was in blue bathrobes. Okay, keep that in your mind. Potter comes in. And he does his Potter thing, breaks it up. And, um, you know, Pfeiffer basically says you're done. Potter says you're done, Pfeiffer. And D'Angelo comes in. And he knows that, uh, Kraus, the patient Kraus, he doesn't, he's not good with faces to names. He knows that Kraus has an in with this congressman. And then this guy in the bed mentions the congressman's name. He's like, oh, you're Kraus. You're right, I am. And once I call this in, you're all done. And then one of the bladder patients says, Calls, call what in? Well, you've all seen it. You've all seen this. I didn't I see, see it. Did you see? Nope, I didn't see a thing. I didn't Did see, you anything? see anything. No, I no? didn't. No. And then D'Angelo <laughs> just goes, oh, okay. Well, then there's no paperwork for me. No witnesses means <laughs> no nothing wit- happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Kraus jumps out of bed and puts D'Angelo in a headlock. <laughs> Which is fun to see. I'm I sorry. liked that. <laughs> oh, it was great. A, somebody should have done that to D'Angelo long ago. B, it was great seeing Kraus do that with his bad back where he couldn't move. Um, so, clearly Pfeiffer's off the hook. He's yep. fine. And as Potter's leaving, D'Angelo leaves with him, and he has a neck brace on. <laughs> so, I get the feeling that Kraus is out of luck. And um, But you see kind of the injustices 
like in a hospital. Mm-hmm. I think that was the point they were trying yeah. to, you know, get at the, you know, people that want mm-hmm. constant care and need every second of the doctors and nurses and everyone. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people that kind of sit back and who. Well, Dorsey was a really great guy. I mean, as Pfeiffer's trying to right. get him to do these steps in the procedure, he's like, if you'd get on the... And Fy- and Dorsey already, like, lined up Heck. his weight on the scale. So... You put on a little weight. It must be your scale, Doc. I'm 126 at home. He was not... He was not 126. He was 250 if the sun <laughs> rises in the east. All right? Yeah. Um, so, two, I think... Very good. I enjoyed them. You know, I... I mean, it's still... You have to get past the the bad... Um, mm-hmm. Because they're old and they weren't taken care of. Yeah. So, you have to get past the bad footage. But yeah, I it, thought the acting and the... Oh, yeah, the, the characters are great. The characters are great. And there wasn't five million things all shoved in mm-hmm. where you have anxiety at the end because you... Yep. You, you just watched and and I will say that compared to um, so, uh, the, the first one it's a learning fallout um, this was this these two taken together follows that pattern that I identi- that I personally identified in mash where it's like serious yes and then okay. lighter yeah and this was this although they took serious and tried to be lighter and you, you like I've, so they still have some learning to yeah. do. And that that was, as I've read a couple of reviews, that was the downfall of the show, was trying to make serious funny. It's like, you don't. No. There's serious and there's funny. And you don't... You, you Don't mix. Right. And they tried, and I think that was the, the problem. You know, I'm sorry. I don't care what you say, Agent Orange will, or however you say that. Agent Orange, Agent Orange, whatever. The gas... <laughs> Will mustard never be gas. funny, you know. Well, mustard gas. Yeah. Uh, bomb radiation. Right. Agent Orange. Every so is war that what you has. Say, Agent Orange. Well, in in yeah, I just Vietnam, it was Agent Orange. Agent yeah. Orange. Yeah. yeah, that was the code. Different name. people say it yeah. differently, and I never knew. As far as I know. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's like these issues can't be funny. No, they shouldn't you know, be. No, they shouldn't be. No. Because there's human dignity, no matter yeah. what. And I think the problem with life is that we try to make some things funny mm-hmm. that they can't be funny. Yeah. We need to have dignity yeah. in life. Okay. It just, Sorry, I had yeah. to go on my little rant. Well, no, it, it, it's <laughs> an intrinsic issue with aftermash. You can make a broken phone funny. I'm sorry. That, yeah. You know, you can make some things funny. But... That they were trying to be MASH without being MASH. Right. And it was a different time and a different, different show. show. And different, yeah. And it didn't work. And I think they're just starting maybe to find a group. I don't know because I, I haven't and seen it. I think it. it's too late. Just so like, okay, we'll I'm, see. I'm a Star Trek fan. Yes. Enterprise. It was okay in season one. In my opinion, seasons two and three were horrible. And season four, they hit their stride, but by that point, too late. They already lost their audience. So is that over then now? Oh yeah, no oh, that that okay. one's been over for a long time. They have the new one, Star Trek Discovery, which is doing pretty good, I think. 
Okay. It's also different. I mean, that one's all streaming, so it's... Okay. But, you know, I, but, but to the point is, I think you have a lot of the same thing happening here, is, like, I think they are starting to hit their stride, but we're already, from what I saw, halfway through the season. And season two is only, like, a half season. Oh, okay. So, if you don't have your audience... Yet. Yeah. You're done. Well, they are. I yeah. don't know. But, but no, like, in the time... They didn't catch. I don't think they caught like they needed to to be to be successful. I am curious to see what the next what's up oh, to come. Watch yeah. it with us and yeah. let us know. You okay. know, are you are you enjoying it? Is it yeah. getting better? I, I have to say, the first ones, I it, it almost it was hurt hard. to watch. Yeah, and I'm sorry, I don't because I wanted to like it. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to make it sound so bad that you don't watch it. No, because you need to compare it to. Yeah, like it. And there it, are some really great messages that are still salient today. Right. Tons. But, but don't go in expecting this to be. Oh gosh, no. Mash or Friends or How Frasier. I Met Your Mother or Frasier <laughs> or any of these sitcoms because it's not. It's different, and it just didn't. It didn't take, and that's why it didn't last. Um, but again. If you go over to narclaninc.com slash whiskeymash, go to the first episode of Aftermash for us, and the links are there where you can find the episodes available online and you can watch with us. Hey, you and will I not still find get them to anywhere else. drink whiskey <laughs> with Chris every week. Which I like. Yeah. I enjoy yeah. getting together for our podcast. So me come too. join us and have yeah. a whiskey and let us know what you think. Yeah, me too. So, so. Uh, yeah. But in the meantime, uh, I already gave our contact info. Head over there. Yep. Let us know what you think. And, um, yeah, definitely if you're of an age in your state or area, <laughs> have a half a whiskey beverage with us to, to celebrate MASH. Or if you prefer a uh, martini, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't. So that's why we do whiskey. So, but I'm Chris. I'm Gloria. And uh, thanks for joining us this week. We'll uh, see you next time. Maybe, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> If we don't get canceled. Well, we'll hear you. We won't see you. <laughs> yeah. You'll hear us. You might see us. If you're seeing us, you might want Cut to use less of whatever you're just I'm saying. Kind of you I'm right not now. judging. I'm not judging. I'm just. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. These definitely. I, I like. I like. It's just. It's not MASH. And I kept. No. I keep expecting it to be as good as MASH. You know, and you see, I've seen Harry Morgan and so many things that this is not, like, this is not maybe his best work. Yeah. You know, like. He's, I still think he does a good job, but that's because yeah. he's still Colonel Potter. Right. And, yeah. They all, like, stay in their characters, mm -hmm. kind of, but. Um, it's not. Like, I love William Christopher still, uh, you know, yeah. I love Father Mulcahy, and he does mm -hmm. a wonderful job. Yeah. It's just not a whole lot for his character to do at the hospital. No. Yeah. And he can do, yeah. you know. Maybe that's why he doesn't have as much plot. That could be. Yeah. Like, what is there for him to do there? Like, uh, in MASH, he was a part of because everyone was. Yeah. Everyone did some sort yeah. of triage. Yeah. Everyone did some sort yeah. of. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I didn't mean to go on a whole thing. Oh, no. We're already. We're done. I, I put the ending music. This is oh, the voiceover okay. at the end. Okay. It's fine. But okay. no, I agree. Yeah, like. 
You're not gonna, he's not going to go in and help in the ER. Right. They have nurses. Yeah. They have yeah. plenty they have of staff. People. Yeah, they have yes. plenty of staff to help with that. So, you know, he's... Yeah. 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 Well, still interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have a great week. See y'all later. Bye.